0: Hey, there he is. What up?
1: What's going on?
0: Oh, man. Ready to do this.
1: There's then there's our uh, Australian friend. (laughs) Ross. What's up, man? (laughs) Good evening, gentlemen. How are we? How's it going?
2: I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for staying up so late. Yeah, Yeah.
1: no problem. All right, guys. I know you got a uh, list of a couple of key dates before Roscoe gets into all his bitching. Let's get the, let's get the dates out of the way first. <laughs>
0: uh, well, obviously, number one is going to be this coming weekend, uh, Sunday, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We got the auction draft or the auction. Yeah, I guess it's a draft. Whatever. Um, Roscoe, looks like you're going to be participating now with these two moves you made six hours ago, freeing up <laughs> I saw that million in cap. Welcome to the game.
2: (laughs) Thank you very much. Got some money burning a hole in my pocket now and (laughs) I excited to get at it. Uh,
0: Another thing this year, um, Ross, I know you're new to this. We do a weekly payout to highest scoring team of the week. However, uh, if you have not paid your dues, which this is not an issue for you, uh, the money pushes to second, third, fourth, fifth, and so on until we find a guy who's paid his dues for the year. (laughs) So get your money in so you can win some.
1: (laughs) Do you have a list of anyone that needs to be paid yet? Or is this still most of of us need to pay?
0: Uh, I bet you we're about 50% there. Uh, On the Facebook page, if you go to the announcements, there is a Google Drive uh, file that anybody can go on at any time. Let me see here. And we can kind of check out to see where everybody stands and for the 2021 season. All right, so just going down the list. Uh Aaron Tedieski was $50, Chris Brown $100, Mark Duck $80, Preston 50, and Troy Rondo $100. So those are the only guys we're looking for for money. So that's that's
1: that's well ahead of last year where we were money wise I think at this point.
0: Well, <laughs> Uh, weeks one and two both ended up going to at least. I think week one went to third place, which may have been Preston. I think uh, I got.
1: I think uh, um, our deaf, our not deaf, our uh, speechless champion. I think took home most of those payouts. Right, Derek.
0: Uh, yeah, Derek. Yeah, Derek <laughs> took home six hundred dollars last year too. Which also in the uh, I don't know how many the guys in the league actually use this Google driver have ever even looked at it. But if you go to the league history, uh, you've got your total points scored there for career-wise. And then next to it, I've got your career earnings. So Derek taking home $600 last year.
1: I still <laughs> doubt he exists, but that, uh, <laughs> that's just me. Chris, Chris <laughs> of the second account.
0: <laughs> yep. Other than that, right. uh, I don't have any dates other than that.
1: Perfect. All right, so draft this weekend, get your money in basically whenever. But if you think you're going to be scoring points, sooner the better. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So now we've had what month, month and a half since the rookie draft.
0: Uh, yeah. First yeah. June sixth, June sixth, I think, somewhere around yeah, there. Some
1: extended amount of time. So how are we feeling? Had a little bit of time to reflect, and Roscoe's been able to reflect on how poorly he actually drafted. What do you What are you thinking about your teams right now?
0: Well, I'm looking at post uh, post. Rookie draft and only four teams made moves after that. So uh, Gary dropped a couple guys who aren't in the NFL. <laughs> uh, Dylan and I made a little trade, and then Ross today freeing up some money. So I would say most people are satisfied with how their draft went.
1: Yeah, Roscoe going dropping Baker and uh, another guy that's not in the NFL, Josh Gordon. No, no Baker this year.
2: Well, look, I. You know, I had a good look at kind of spent a bit of time just looking at the salaries and just realized that Baker going for 20 million this year, with the amount of high quality quarterbacks that are still going to be around that kind of five to 10 million. Um, I thought it's better to free up that cap. I get a 10 million dollar savings, and you know, if he goes for 10 million, I'm pretty much equal. If he goes for anything under 10 million. Then I'm ahead this year financially, and so you know, thought I'd take that risk, especially with seeing how bulked up Carson Wentz is this year, mm-hmm. um, and just thought I could spend that money a little, little more wisely, um, heading up. And honestly, you know, Gordon, Gordon was a no-brainer. I was, I was never going to keep him. Um, I, I, I was very happy to that Mark was willing to give me a uh, first rounder just to take on. Josh Gordon. Um, thank you for that mr duck um yeah so you know i was more than happy to kind of pay six million dollars to get a, a very good pick next year um so yeah happy to go in with 23 million and um gonna be interesting to see just what's available and and the spending is kind of what i'm excited about just because there's some god-awful contracts in- <laughs> okay. um- yeah
0: you can definitely tell we did not know what was going on in year one <laughs> and we have some inflated contracts especially at that quarterback position um, yeah yeah so that's really really fucking over a lot of guys if you're trying to do any contract extensions will probably this is going to be our first year with that i'm not exactly sure how they work um chris had Screenshot a couple of the salaries in his other league, uh, where I think it was Alex Collins was getting 50 million a year or something like that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we need to get those back down to reality so franchise tags and stuff like that work out a little better.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say tags this year had to be, didn't we only have, I don't think we had many tags. There's Darren Waller
0: got Uh, tagged, Mark Andrews, I tagged, so it was two tight ends because. You you get yourself a top five tight end. Yeah, it was worth paying the near twenty million. It was right around twenty million to franchise tag a tight end. Uh, And I believe Dylan tagged the defense. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills (laughs) (laughs) for (laughs) two million. Uh, Whatever you know, you get yourself a top five defense probably this year, and you don't have to worry about outbidding somebody for him.
1: Because looking, yeah, looking at the tight ends that are going to be available in the draft, you got Tyler Higby, mm-hmm. uh, who's projected to have 105 points. Uh, Jared Cook in New Orleans, he's expected to have 105. I think Hayden Hurst is going to be the big sleeper tight end. Um, mm-hmm. I know Gary's going to splurge on Gronk. He's going to drop a lot of money there. But I think, I think out of the free agent tight ends, I think Hayden Hurst is going to have the best year by far. No love for Hooper? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't trust anyone that goes to Cleveland. You know, I just, it's, that's, a, that's a philosophy for me. But, so, tight end, uh, pretty thin overall draft-wise, I think. Um, you know, like I said, Higby, Hurst, uh, Mike Gusecki in Miami. Uh, I think he's going to be a second-year guy. He was a big guy at Penn State. Um, he might have a breakout year depending on, you know, how they do. Uh, other notable tight ends, uh, Eric Ebron in Pittsburgh's going to be out there. Um, Kyle Rudolph, uh, Jimmy Graham, some of those old names that are always hurt. Uh, Will Disley is a guy out in Seattle that got me, um, I think, maybe two good weeks after I pick him, picked him up off waiver wire, uh, and then he went down for the year, so I let him go. But other than um, Gronk, not a lot of super, super big names, but I think I think Gronk's going to be one of those guys that definitely gets overpaid uh, in the draft.
2: Hashtag Gary.
0: Yes. Yep. Gary. Yep. Gary's going to go all out. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing: Gary's got sixty-some million to pay seven guys. <laughs> oh, so his, yeah. His contract is going to be out. Just every guy's getting oh, ten. Three. You know,
2: <laughs> and which is crazy looking at this free agent class. Mm-hmm. Apart from a couple of top-end quarterbacks and Ingram, who really you'd only spend for this year there's not a lot of long-term
0: value there. I don't see. No. And if, uh, I I don't know if you guys have done this yet. Um, fantasypros.com is fully integrated with reality sports online. So you can go in there, sign in with your reality sports online account. And it basically pulls our entire league in and allows you to look at the top quarterback projections based on dynasty. And then also gives you weekly power rankings. So, which is kind of cool. So when, uh, Ross, when you go over your your, your rankings later, I may reference uh, them in relation to where Fantasy Pros has each team at.
2: Yeah, I kind of banished that when Preston used them against
0: them. <laughs> I think he's a PFF guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a PFF guy.
2: Any third party, I just instantly <laughs> Other than my own opinion. <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at.
1: So, so talking about the rankings, Nick, you want to kick us off the quarterback position? That's the one Ross said is probably the deepest position uh, in our draft. And again, I think it's kind of a top-heavy class.
0: Well, I'll, I'll go over the top three and uh new guy moving into number three because he just found himself without an owner is baker mayfield they have him as the third best available dynasty quarterback now he may not have the best season this year they got him one spot above matthew stafford and two spots above matt ryan uh i think stafford has proven to put up good fantasy numbers and that's about it and Mm -hmm. same goes with matt ryan um but uh number one Dak prescott and number two josh allen this year um Deck. Where's
2: Dan, Where's Daniel Jones in that?
0: Daniel Jones, let me see if I can pull up all the quarterbacks. I, he's going to be a top ten. He's at number six, so right, right behind Matt Ryan.
2: In dynasty, it, Ryan. It,
0: Yep. I think they're just um, the next two years. I think are going to be a better better for Matt Ryan than Daniel Jones, but over the next five, for Daniel Jones for sure.
2: Yeah, this year I have Jones as my number two of that free agent class. Oh, wow. I just think that defense in New York is absolutely terrible. They're going up. Um, and he's just going to be throwing cause they're going to be behind. And...
0: Well, I'm really hoping that's not a case because as a Saquon Barkley owner, I need <laughs> <laughs> unless they're throwing at the Barkley, that's fine.
1: <laughs> so you look at like, uh, so I was just kind of going through the team, to see what everyone's quarterback situation. So a guy like Aaron, uh, no quarterback on the roster right now. Uh, For him, do you think it's better to go after a guy and other notable quarterbacks, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, um, also uh, in the free agent class this year? Do you think a guy like him, or who do you think can go for one of those top-heavy guys on a short one-year deal just to compete this year?
0: If if I'm Aaron, I'm not looking to compete this year. Um, When uh, The power rankings, according to Fantasy Pros, has er, Aaron dead last in our league. So um, <laughs> he's got to do some work. So he's not looking at the one-year guy. He's not looking at a Stafford a Ryan. He's looking at maybe throwing all his money at Dak or or Daniel Jones, somebody that's going to be around there for a little while. Um, maybe hopefully throw a four-year deal at him, get him a little cheaper. I don't think he's going to be competing on the one-year deals. The one-year guys, uh, myself, I'm looking at a a veteran gunslinger, probably type. And I'm going to guess that Johnny may be in that same market.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think Johnny Johnny's a guy that could go big for a guy like Breeze, I think. Just proven, you know, he's going to put up some big numbers. Um, I think that's a guy that could help Johnny. Johnny's got quite a bit of money to spend, too.
0: He does, yeah. Tom Brady's going to be up there, too, with the weapons he's got, you know, for those one-year deals.
1: When I was looking at, um,
2: you know, I told you boys earlier, I, I kind of grouped. Uh... mm mm-hmm all of the teams into kind of three segments. Um and you know, just to let you know, my top four teams are Dylan, the commissioner, um, Derek and um who's the Washington Foreskins? That's Johnny, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I had uh, those four as kind of my top four that I think are pretty much playoff locks and going for it. And of those four I think really only Dylan has one quarterback in Kyla Murray. Um, they're all kind of at the same cap level of around kind of 23 to, uh, well, Derek has the most at 42 million. So, you know, when looking at their roster, I, I really feel like three out of that top four, the biggest piece that's missing is a fantasy quarterback. So, you know, I'm going to be looking at those three to potentially be throwing the house at a Dak or a or a uh, Josh Allen. Um because i think that that's their key piece if they're competing this year that's really what they're lacking
0: uh, I yeah totally i totally agree as one of those I think,
1: <laughs> yeah i think i think Dak and josh allen are that perfect blend of two guys that can help you compete this year and you know definitely down the road or so you look at daniel jones or you know if you want to throw a dart at drew lock you know kind of pay him cheap keep him stashed away for a couple years you know those are guys that maybe down the line will help out but There's the quarterback. I mean, it's top heavy, but you got a good mix of guys that are going to put up numbers this year and give you a little bit in the future. It's just, you know, who's going to inflate those contracts or, you know, is the quarterback market? Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe no one really bids on a couple of those top guys and got like Stafford or Roethlisberger just kind of ride out free agency for those first couple of weeks.
0: And Ross, just to go with those four rankings, uh, fantasy pros agrees with you on all four of those. Not necessarily in the same order. Uh, Hang on. Can we
2: just can we just take a sidebar and yeah. just go through and and let's? Are you able to just compare my rankings to Fantasy Pros? Yeah, they're there now, a valid valid source that I could listen to. Okay, uh, that is if they back up my my thoughts. So, yeah. number one, I had Dylan. Correct. Number two, I have you, Kamish.
0: Uh That's where they'll differ. They have uh, me at three.
2: Okay. I've got Derek at three. Uh,
0: Derek, four.
2: And then I have um, Washington for Johnny at four.
0: Yeah. They have Johnny at two.
2: And then at five, I've got Mark.
0: Correct. Same.
2: <laughs> at six, here's where we'll differ. I went with a sleeper here, Gary.
0: I put Gary up at 6. Okay, so they got Gary at 11. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> what, what I want to tell you here is they give you a score here on Fantasy Pros 2. So Dylan is 100 is his score, uh, followed by Johnny at 97, myself at 86, and Derek at 84, Mark 82. Now, here's the big drop. I won't tell you the, the owner, but it goes from a score of 82 down to a 54, so there's a thirty-point drop there, and then it goes basically from six to twelve is fifty-four down to a twenty-seven. So it's there's a big gap between our top-heavy teams.
2: And I must admit, part of my Gary rating going up was Clyde edwards hilaire I think,
1: mm. uh, yeah, bumping yeah.
2: through the kings. That's going to give him something there. And he's got 66 million to spend, which so that, this that does not account of, for money. Yeah. yeah. That kind of fact that bumped him up for me without that 66 million. I'm um, putting him pretty low. Yeah.
0: He's dog shit <laughs> without that. <laughs> <laughs> at,
2: at seven, I have myself. Yep. At eight, I have Chris with Bill Cosby's sleepers. Uh,
0: that's where they had him at six, but okay.
2: Okay. And then nine, I have
0: Troy. Uh, Troy, they had at eight. Teddy at 10. Uh, 10 was uh, Gron- Gronk's let, uh That's Joe.
2: Okay. Um, I had Joe at 12. Okay. And then I had my true rival at 11. They have
0: Preston at nine here.
2: <laughs> that. They're not know fantasy pros anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Mike, the Mike Williams news that that stung. I was really banking on him kind of having a, a a good, solid campaign, but it sounds like he's going to not be ready for the start of the season, uh, is what they're talking about out there. So that's a big, that's a big kick in the
0: balls right there. Yeah. So, so with uh, being six guys making our playoffs, and uh, you and fantasy pros agreeing on the top five. who'd you have at six?
2: So I actually, I had Gary at six. Um, so just to kind of explain mine, I, I kind of had the top four as pretty much if, you know, unless catastrophe happens or COVID happens, they're they're a lock for the playoffs. Um, I then had five through the next five through eight is kind of, should make the playoffs competing for the playoffs, you know, um, Obviously, you know, if things go wrong, they're out. If things go really well, they can bump up. And then kind of 9 through 12 was kind of my maybe focus on next year. I mean, and each of them have question marks. I mean, like, Mark, I just put at number five just because his players he's got uh, can win him games every week. He has zero depth, I mean, Mm -hmm. on his roster for, you know... All I've got is, you know, everyone else I kind of went through and went based on position, what they needed. For him, I just had players um, just because he just needs people on the bench and people in his lineup just to get him 5'10". Because, I mean, with Thomas, Ertz, Marquise, Brown, Kamara, Chubb and Wilson, I mean, that's just a huge week every possible week that, you know, if he goes well, you ain't beating him.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, Mark's got a good one. I think I, you know, I like my team. I'm standing by my team. I'm, i I'm, I'm fighting for that sixth spot. Totally. Definitely doing that. Well, especially passing. getting, getting the MVP for the, the cheap price that I got him for. <laughs> uh, that, it almost felt wrong to accept that trade, as a matter uh, of fact. But, you know, uh,
0: Fantasy Pros, when you, when you look at this, has uh, him, Lamar Jackson, not being your, your top player purpose, position wise, actually. They have him as the number two quarterback but you are holding down the fort on the number 1 kicker and number 1 defense returning to your Oh, state. absolutely i
1: mean you're looking at you're looking at a dozen points from that kicker position are you kidding me i'll take that every week uh, but one of the issues uh, that i have they're both on um, four
0: year deals jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, exactly they're just always going to be great always going to be great i don't need anyone else that long but uh, running back is definitely where I need help. So what, you, uh, what do you – what you got for rankings? I know we talked – Roscoe mentioned briefly you got Mark Ingram and a bunch of other guys. Is that what you're seeing too, Nick?
0: Yeah. Um, actually, when looking at this in a, from a dynasty standpoint, um, they've got Mark Ingram. He was holding the top spot this entire offseason and just this week dropped to number two. Uh, for a dynasty standpoint, they have Alexander Madison as the top available Running back, uh, especially with Dalvin Cook's situation, you never know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think backup running backs are going to kind of be,
1: um, or theoretically, should be a, a big focus, just because you know, shortened training camp. I think there's going to be no, obviously, no preseason games. I think you might be able to see a lot of what baseball is dealing with right now, sort of those soft tissue injuries. So I think the, I think the backup running back spot is is definitely something that uh, can see a lot of focus and Ingram drop because Dobbins has absolutely been lighting it up. I mean, it's just been. Kind of like reading the daily reports, uh, you know, from the Ravens beat writers and things like that. Um, you know, Dobbins is, is definitely going to push him for you know equal carries right out of the gate. So, um, see, I, I
2: I think that um, Ingram probably dropped less so because of Dobbins and more because Dalvin Cook is chucking the shit. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, but, uh, he showed up to training camp and now he's kind of not. So, I mean, <laughs> if he has any type of holdout. Um, you know Mattinson's. I mean, if you saw his numbers last year and the games that uh, he played, and Cook missed, I mean that offensive is built for a running back um, and uh, and a slot receiver, of course. But um, you know, back to back to running backs. Yeah, I I think uh, he's the big one. I think Dylan's got to go all out on him because Dylan needs to win this year, and if Cook sits, he needs to have Mattinson. But uh, so that's going to be interesting to see what he does, whether he tries to play in the quarterback market um, or whether he tries to go for Mattinson, because he's sitting on thirty million. So uh, that's going to be one of the ones that it's going to be really interesting. Because you know, is he going to try and back up Kyler, or is he just going to go balls deep in Mattinson?
1: And <laughs> you got to look. I mean, Adrian yeah. Peterson is he going to be the is he going to be the guy in Washington
0: now? Uh, I'm here in Gibson, which I think is on. Uh, Ross, did you draft him?
2: Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. What did you say? Gibson, uh, Antonio Gibson.
0: Yeah, Preston. <laughs> Preston, Preston. <laughs> can, I, can I just
1: ask
2: what your thoughts? I believe you were saying he wouldn't make the roster. In the last <laughs> this, was, this was
0: this
1: was this was pre-alleged rape. So you know, before yeah, but, that, before that on. happened, he wasn't making your team. No, no he believe, was going to be I stuffed believe, on your practice squad.
2: I believe. Yeah, you said that he was not going to make the squad. Um, I'd have to delegate him to practice squad um, and let the record show that I've been very high on Gibson since before the draft. Um, and, and one of the other things, I, I, my trade with Gary, um, I was very happy with. It wasn't mentioned in the last podcast, but I managed to get a second rounder to let Gary get Tua and still let me get, uh, get Gibson um, and I wanted to do the same draft with uh, the same trade with Kamish, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't <laughs> let me know who we're going to take. And uh, for yeah, the second, letting the the record show that you actually missed out on AJ Dylan, if I'm correct, on that one,
0: Kamish. Um, correct, and uh, I'm actually thankful for that because I'm liking my consolation prize of Zach Moss a whole lot more right now.
2: <laughs> okay, have you seen AJ Dylan's legs? <laughs> uh
0: <laughs>
2: Jesus. <laughs>
0: no, but I have been seeing uh Zach Moss taking touches away from Devin Singletary all training camp, so that I'm like, Dylan's Dylan's just a goal
1: line guy. That's all he's gonna be this year. Don't need to don't need to get high on that guy. No,
2: I just agree, little, but
1: just a little bowling I mean, ball. He'll 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 uh he'll definitely steal some some touchdowns though from uh, I will
2: say that um I Not just because I drafted him, but partly. But um, I'm extremely high on Gibson this year. I think uh, that running back room was always very crowded. Um, Adrian Peterson's 48 years old. Um, (laughs) Even Juice, when he was there before the little incident, um, injury prone. They weren't really sold on him. And then Bryce Love, freak of a talent, coming off an ACL. Um, and the big thing for me was that all three of those were brought in under the previous administration. So now you've <laughs> got Ron R- Rivera, spent a third-round draft pick on him, thinks he's an absolute freak, compared him to CMC. And, um, you know, I've, I've been reading the uh, training reports out and uh, he is making moves. And I'm, I have a feeling he's going to be the starting running back week one.
1: Um, i'm just going i'm going back at that uh i think it was chris that posted that ufr that free agency big board was that chris that posted that yeah yeah Yeah. i'm just kind of looking at his names that he has this is an old picture but uh ingram one is jordan howard two uh latavius murray three james white and then madison uh at five a little bit outdated but it's kind of a a reference of you know where we're at uh earlier this summer
0: i would say well what they have here as the top three is madison ingram and raheem mostert as number three i would say all three of those guys will probably end up taking 10 to 15 million this year at least where do they have a uh, a short year short-term deal
2: where do they have chase edmonds
0: chase edmonds as looks like seventh okay yeah, I like, I like Chase, too. I like Chase's spot. I think Kenyon Drake was a flash in the pan as far as the end of last season.
2: He's the 2017 version of J.A.J.A. <laughs> there you
0: go.
1: So moving on to the position that I, I think is actually pretty deep, uh, deep in the sense of you're looking for you know a number two or number three receiver, uh, is the receiver position. you got A.J. Green's kind of the big one. Um, I think AJ Green's perfect for Gary. uh, Someone that some other teams or most other teams will probably shy away from. um, But I think he's a guy that Gary can absolutely go all out for for on a one year deal. Just kind of risk free. Like you said, Nick, give him 10-15 million for AJ Green. I think that's a perfect Gary fit.
0: You mean that one-year thirty-two million? That's a bad deal. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what
1: he had last year?
0: That's what I had because I hit the wrong button. I was trying to get oh, a one-year Jesus. deal, and it jumped up to thirty-three on me. Ross, be careful in the <laughs> auction room. Shit moves fast.
2: <laughs> I've, I've already done a couple of mocks, but luckily I don't have that much money to spend. So.
0: Yeah, I ended up with AJ Green on a one-year thirty-three million. He went straight to the. To the IR, sadly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 17 million back. Yeah.
0: So uh
1: RSO has Devontae Parker as the number one receiver, um, at least projection wise. What does uh
0: fantasy pros got? Uh they got DJ Chark in a dynasty situation. I, I see Parker having the better year this year. I think uh didn't Jacksonville draft another wide receiver? Yeah, um Chenault. Chenault, so yeah, yeah, I I, I could see that. Hurting him definitely this year, they, but they have Chark as the better long term, the best long term. I still I like,
2: actually like Deedy Westbrook over Shark long term.
1: Okay, yeah, and it, I mean there's and there's a good balance too. Like I said, you know, obviously AJ Green's good on a short year deal. Edelman, um, if you want to take a chance on him with Cam Newton, that's another guy that's you know great for a one year deal. Um, John Brown, uh, can he repeat what he did last year with Josh Allen? I think that was a great kind of a uh, mix there. And you know, Larry Fitzgerald's another guy. You know he's going to mm-hmm. get the touches. He's not going to, you know, he might not put up huge numbers, but he's a guy that you know is going to get, you know, seven to ten targets a game.
2: And now that um, Hopkins is there, you know, taking the, the all the coverage, um, Fitz is going to get open across the middle a lot more. So I actually like him this year.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Yep. I think that's a good one.
0: With uh, with Hopkins leaving, who's the who's the number one option in Houston now?
1: They got Will oh.
0: Fuller as the number four overall receiver available. Yeah, rest I think it's, got, I think it's he- got to be Will Fuller.
2: I thought you were going to say it was uh, Brandon Cooks there.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> Cooks is going to be a, a thousand yard receiver this year. Book it right now. Can be worth every every cent of that contract.
2: I think he'll be on pace after week two and then get concussed and miss the rest of the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's gonna tease me all year. <laughs> I I know it already. There's a couple guys that um. Corey Davis is another, you know, that's a dart throw, you know, all the potential in the world and he's drafted, but he kind of squandered it because he went to, you know, Western. Um, Hunter Renfro, that's another one.
2: What's on uh, Slayton?
0: Oh, Um, I like him. I like him, especially with the Daniel Jones.
2: Yeah, I see him as a guy that, you know, you can spend, you know, five, six million on, and um, he's just as likely to do nothing as to just go absolutely (laughs) ballistic. But for that price point, I think it's one of those, you know, he's got a low floor but a very, very high ceiling.
0: I think you got to throw a multi-year deal at him, though, because I think Golden Tate's going to – I think Golden Tate's still there. He'll eat into his receptions this year. And then I think beyond this season is where you're looking for your Slayton production. I see RSO is very, very low on Mohamed Sanil.
1: As well. Is that what you're seeing with fantasy pros?
0: Yeah. I'm not even seeing them. Uh, maybe top 40.
1: That's kind of, that kind of surprised me. Cole Beasley, another one, you kind of that underneath guy. Um, there's a handful of receivers that I had that I you know, would have loved to, um, resign, but just kind of like that franchise tag price point was way too high. John Ross, uh, he had a really good year last year until he got hurt and I give him an actual quarterback. Um, Preston Williams in Miami was another guy that put up some big numbers. Alan Lazard, um, you know, Bross, you're kind of the big NFC North guy. You, Nick Bull, is Lazard a guy that's going to factor into Green Bay or is he just kind of, you know, he was a guy that Green Bay was so thin they they had no choice.
2: Look, honestly, like, you know – being, I don't want to big note myself, but I'm actually part owner of the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <a deal. laughs> you know, I'm not trying to make it out to be a huge deal, but uh, you know, I consider myself quite uh, influential in the organization. But, uh, no, in all honesty, man, I I think that the reason they don't spend is, is because Rogers is such a talent and um. I think he can make guys good, and that's what you've seen over the years in these no-name receivers. You know, Geronimo Allison comes to mind. Um, all of these guys, when they're called upon, like, you know, they, they show up. And apart from Devontae Adams, who's an absolute beast and um, the clear number one, I feel like, you know, I won't be touching Lazard because, purely because, you know, he might be good for the first three weeks and then Rogers finds someone else as the number two, you know, the, the matchup determines. So just long-term, like I've just noticed over the last 10 years, Rogers kind of has his one guy. It used to be Jordy Nelson. Now it's, um, you know, now it's a uh, Devante Adams and then he'll kind of pick the hot hand. And, and yeah, that's so, you know, that's, that's where I see Rogers going this year.
0: I, I totally agree. Um, Devin Funches opting out of the season puts Lazard right in a great position to be a number two guy, at worst a number three there in in Green Bay. And but one name in the NFC North I think is going to surprise some people because he had some great games when Adam Thielen went down, is that Ola BC Johnson. They got him way down here, forty-fifth probably in the available. I think he'll be a a contributing member of the receiving. His only problem is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's, yeah, that's, that's going to hit him there. But I think, and you know, I only have 19 million to spend, but I think I, I have to look long and hard at some of these, you know, bargain guys at receivers. So, um, you know, a guy like Lazard, uh, you know, Larry Fitz, I don't know if that's another guy that Gary might chuck money at just from name recognition, but I know I definitely have to look at some of those bargain uh, receivers and just going off the uh, UFR, the big board that was on there. Chalk, uh, Chark one, Ah, uh, Devontae Parker, two Edelman, Slayton, and obviously pre-COVID, and Devin Bunches at five. But so, other than that, um, what are you guys thinking? You know, what's your kind of? Uh, yeah, I don't want to say your strategy going into the draft, but what are your what are your specific team needs that you're kind of looking forward to getting settled before the season starts? Oh, Oh, okay. I'll
2: I'll get into it. Um. Yeah. So I'm in a bit of a different one because obviously I inherited the team. Um, so, you know, in all honesty, you know, I probably feel like I could have gotten more for Lamar. Um, it was one of those things just trying to do a trade early and see how it all fits out. Um, even having said that, I'm not very high on him this year, but, uh, you know, that's been well debated and gone. And as far as kind of the way I've, I've built it, um, you know, looking at my team structure, I I think I'm I'm pretty solid on wide receiver. I'm very happy with Hopkins Woods, Godwin, um, Hardman could be a bit of a flyer, same as Curtis Samuel. And uh really like my rookie pick in Justin Jefferson. So, you know, I feel personally I'm I'm pretty set at wide receiver. Um, Darren Waller was for me just a, a an easy franchise tag. I'm happy to pay the twenty million. Um if he becomes fantastic then you know it's 20 million worth well spent i wouldn't give him a long-term deal but i think it's worth just going that franchise tag Um, you know back to my rookie kind of strategy i've got leonard fournette and kareem hunt as my only two running backs well i only inherited one running back in fournette so you know i kind of went with the uh the shotgun approach at running back during the uh, the rookie draft, just hoping that something sticks. Um, obviously, I'm really happy with Gibson. Um, to be honest, anything could happen with Evans, McFarland, and um, Benjamin. Um, really hoping for injuries on that. Um, so I'll be looking to try and get in um, for some running back love. That I think that's my biggest need. Quarterbacks, I think you know I'm happy with Wentz moving forward. Um i'll be looking for you know a a decent backup to play the matchups on that but i think for me it's getting a a backup tight end and really kind of just trying to get some more options at running back which based on the free agent class doesn't really it's not ideal um i think if going into this you want to be weak at wide receiver because there's so many options that are like the number two number three guys that will still put up points every week for cheap so You know, I'm kind of at a disadvantage that I've been having to reach for running backs, Um, but fingers crossed, a couple of my rookies like Antonio Gibson really pay off, and uh, I can squeeze into the playoffs.
1: And I think you know, with Wentz obviously as Alshon Jeffrey as his number one target, (laughs) um, he's going (laughs) to give him a lot of touches, a lot of looks. But I even you know the there's more good quarterbacks on the free agency or upcoming in the draft than there are teams that need starters so yep. if you got a guy if you have a guy like you know or Stafford kind in that you know eight to ten million range not a lot of guys bidding are you going to pull the trigger on that as opposed to going with Wentz
2: oh absolutely I mean you know I'd love to get a guy like Baker back I'd love to get Daniel Jones um, and I kind of look at it that you know I've got at least $10 million to spend on that position because that's what I've saved by cutting Baker. So my cut of Baker, I pretty much did because I think, you know, while I believe in him long-term, um, financially at $20 million, it just didn't make sense. So by cutting out and getting that $10 million this year, I can get a guy similar to him and, um, you know, and basically just save a couple of years down the road. And, you know, if I can get two guys, you know, one at eight, one at two, then that position's filled for the same price that he would have been taking up. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, it it really just depends on where it goes. I mean, Bridgewater's another one that looks good. Brady, I mean, there isn't a lot of need and a lot of money out there. So I'm kind of thinking I'm going to wait on quarterback and let, you know, Everyone, the contenders chase the Dax, the uh, Josh Allens, the Bakers, and then just kind of get the low-hanging fruit. To be honest,
1: and you know, Nick, you're looking at your quarterback situation. You got to be pretty pleased with that, Jimmy G, on 1.2 million this year. <laughs> yeah, and
2: that's the quick thing. question though. Yeah. Sorry, Nick. Sorry to interrupt. But is Jimmy G allowed to throw it to himself or (laughs) exactly?
0: exactly. So I am not going to be riding Jimmy G this year. He is. I mean, if he makes it through the entire season on my roster, that'll be amazing. Um, I'm looking at, I'm at a two quarterback situation. I'm looking to pay for two of them this off season. Um, One, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll shout out some more money for, a Stafford, a Ryan, a Breeze, or a Brady on a one- or two-year deal, somebody that's going to put up numbers now. I might take my four – because we each get one three- and one four-year deal to offer this off And I could see myself possibly throwing a, a three- or a four-year deal at Justin Herbert real short, you know, or, or a small deal over four years. I, I, since there's not a lot of people out there looking for – the people that are looking for quarterbacks are looking for a win nows for the most part. Everybody else is kind of set at starting quarterback. So I, I could throw some money at, yeah, and so maybe a rookie. Uh, maybe Jordan Love, your first-round pick there in Green Bay. <laughs> Sit on him for a couple of years. But
2: Hey, worked well last time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I just don't have five years. That's the problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> running back, I'm all set. I, I might, if there's one sitting there and I got some money left, I might take a flyer on uh, uh, to handcuff somebody. Maybe take, uh, was that Bonifino or whatever that backs up CMC, maybe throw some money at him. And, yeah, running back, uh, Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, Melvin Gordon, and uh, who else I got, Zach Moss. Uh, I'm, I'm okay there. Wide receiver, I need some help for sure. I trade away Amari Cooper, got back a first-round pick from Dylan, but I had to take on that terrible, terrible Juju (laughs) Smith-Schuster contract. But they're moving him back to the slot this year. He may put up production to warrant himself a a top-ten wide receiver, top-five hopefully, and and I'll just have to eat that money for a couple years. But I get that first-round pick back in return, and I'm going to need that because I was totally out of the draft next year. Yeah,
1: I'm in. I'm kind of in that <clears throat> same space. I only got 19.6 million to spend, but um, you know, I was I was confident in the running backs I had going into the NFL free agency. Um, Aaron Jones, I got from you, Nick. Uh, I was pretty pleased with that deal. on kind of you know what he's making this year. Um, Philip Lindsay, I was you know excited to see that he was going to be healthy, and then they go on time. Melvin Gordon, um, and that just that really took the took the wind out of my sails because you know I have Tariq Cohen. Um, and him and Lindsay are, you know, essentially going to just be catching the ball out of the backfield. Lindsay's going to get a lot more work than Cohen, obviously. But
0: well, Cohen's um, going to get the work now, right? Is he still in Chicago? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, you got uh, Montgomery went down today with a non-contact groin injury.
2: Yeah, but he's he's not a uh, he's what five foot two and ninety. Yeah, he's, and... he's a Darren yeah. Sproles. <laughs> yeah. He has to run around yep. in the shower to get wet. So <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's he's the bell cow that um, Preston needs.
1: Yeah, no, he's definitely. But I will say,
2: Preston. Looking at your roster, I've never seen so many players with so few starters on an NFL team. It's kind of, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quite a reminder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, I'm, i you know, obviously Lamar's going to get me points. Uh, I think, Lin, uh, you know, Lindsey's not going to get the production that I need or want but I think he'll still put up respectable numbers I don't think they're going to phase him out completely um you know I think Aaron Jones is going to put up his numbers Mike Williams sounds like he's going to be down for a while wasn't expecting much there um you know that was just a contract that I kind of had to eat Alan Robinson really really good last year I think he's going to keep being really good in Chicago um I think he's a a solid wide receiver too Noah Fant was my rookie pick last year um I'm expecting big things from him to start breaking up but yeah, then you know Brandon Cooks, Alshon Jeffrey, um, as kind of my flexes is, is really sad. <laughs> the <laughs> The one thing I have going for me though is that, um, you know, I'm, I really need a Zeke injury. I really need Elliot to go down so Tony Pollard <laughs> could get in there. Um, that's kind of that's kind of my you know ace in the hole. Is if Zeke goes down, having Pollard, but that's gonna be my I draft would- strategy. I think I, I think I'm in the position where I have to wait at least. Two years to really contend because a lot I of you know steel spends Jeffrey. Yeah,
2: you've got Damian Harris on less than <laughs> two million over the next two years, and rumors are that he's doing quite well in preseason camp and could get the number one job over Michelle. And I mean, that's honestly one that I I looked at when I looked at your roster. I thought you know Jones will get the start. Lindsay's going to lose it to um, Gordon. Tariq Cohen. You know he'll get you some points but Harris is the real one. I feel like, you know, you never know what Bilichek's going to do, but if, if Harris gets the work, he could be kind of a, a fantastic asset for you.
1: Yeah. I basically, yeah. I, I essentially have three handcuffs on my bench and Jalen Samuels, Tony Pollard and uh, Damien Harris. So you no know, injuries happen uh, to the, you know, the big name guys that could, that could change the outlook of my season, but I'm just trying to, you know, I'll make a couple moves. I'm going to look at running back. I'm going to look at wide receiver. Um, it's just, you know, how bad do I want to just roll with the guys I got and kind of, you know, ride that tread- treadmill mediocrity, or do I want to maybe try to slip into the draft? So kind of in that tough spot of, of, you know, do I go for the wild card or do I just say, screw it and just kind of take the trust the process road. But, you know, like I said, you know, we'll make moves and we'll see, we'll see what happens. The
2: good news is you only owe Brandon Cooks a hundred million over the next four year, three years.
1: Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a hard one to to swallow. Maybe he'll get it figured out, or he'll just retire, and I'll be able to just cut him loose. And but yeah, Brandon Cooks, that's a that's a stinging one right there.
0: I would look for depending on how Johnny's season goes. I know we we've all pretty much agreed that he's a lock for the playoffs. But if for some reason, he starts slipping. Watch for him to make moves. He's got those expiring contracts, and they're all big contributing guys. You've got Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, Austin Eckler, and Tyler Lockett all on expirings at the end of this season. Playoff contender guys will look to make moves for those if Johnny's out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think Johnny's the Johnny's my pick to win it this year. I think he's gonna go big for kind of that quarterback in the draft and, and just kind of ride those guys. But you're right. You know, he has a lot of expiring deals, um, that he can move. Whereas, you know, <laughs> I'm in the opposite side of the boat, but, uh, last thing, just kind of a, a quick touch on Nick, if you want to touch on defenses. Um, I know that's probably the spot that everyone is going to be looking at the draft for. not super important, but you can still get a good couple points there.
0: Yeah. Uh, they got actually new Orleans is the top available defense. They do typically play well. It's just, Tom Brady's in your division now, man. That's two games right there. CMC, I think he's going to run all over you. There's going to be some teams that put up some numbers. Uh, Minnesota, the second best available once again. this
1: actually, RSO has uh, Pittsburgh as the highest scoring defense of the year. And really? by a, a, a pretty good – actually, they're tied with New England. Um, but New England and Pittsburgh have 103 projected points, which is at least – uh compared to most of the teams at least 10 points higher than almost everybody else
0: gotcha. i think it's really just throwing darts when you come to defenses
1: yeah i think the only thing dynasty league makes somewhat more difficult with defenses is yeah you just can't um or most of us can't really play the matchup like you can't sign a defense and then cut them and then sign another right. one and like you can't in a normal league so a little bit more strategy goes into it but yeah you're right That's so kind
2: as of- a rookie what what are, what's the strategy usually when your defense is on a bye? I mean, do people just leave a roster spot to, you know, sign a kicker for a week and a defense for a week? Or, I mean, is it well, chopping and changing? What see. did you guys see last year?
0: I think towards the end of the season, when I knew I had salary cap available, I was carrying four to five defenses and playing the matchup. I knew who my starters were week in, week out in the playoffs there. And yep. I didn't care. And I just carried four or five defenses knowing that everyone you sign during, during the season is only a one-year deal that yep. I didn't have to worry about it at the end of the season.
1: Yeah, I think I, I agree with Nick. I think once you kind of get rolling, especially where, you know, you know, if you're competing at the end of the year, then I think you can go with that Nick strategy. You sign a couple then just kind of go on the matchup. You look at who's going to be the schedule, but you know, whenever my team has a buy, I, you know, I throw a one-year contract with the defense. If I have to sit on them you know, for the rest of the year, I can. But I, I have no issue cutting a defense on a one-year deal.
0: I would say weeks one through 13, I probably had a total, not all at once, but probably rostered three different defenses during the regular season. Okay. At the minimum. I wasn't trying to outbid anybody for a defense. I would take the best available.
1: Yep or you can sign the best defense and best kicker in the NFL to four-year deals, and then just not even have to worry about it. That's that's the strategy I roll with. So, uh, guys, it's been fun. Uh, Any closing thoughts? Nick, your closing
0: thoughts? I think this year is going to be ten times better than it was last year, at least during the regular season. Uh, Week 13, our final week of last season, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like that. I think we had (laughs) – Ten out of the twelve teams I think were competing for uh, a playoff the final playoff spot. I was sitting in the seventh or the sixth hole and I could either finish tenth or second and I finished second in the league in that final week. It was just it was a great, great season last year. So I'm looking to build on top of that. Roscoe, what do you got?
2: Gentlemen, well, I gotta say, I absolutely love this league so far. I appreciate you guys letting me in.
0: Um, money talks. We'll let anybody in with money. <laughs> yeah, I, I realized that and when Dylan
2: hit me up. Uh, you know, he, he explained to me the league, and uh, you know, I'm I'm a bit like Gary in the way that I, I must admit been I, I like the behind the scenes kind of mechanisms and the salary cap and the manipulating things side of things. Um, but yeah, really excited to be in the league. Um, I think Antonio Gibson's going to win rookie of the year. And,
1: uh, <laughs> I'll Preston, eat my hands if Antonio
2: Gibson wins rookie of the year. Preston won't need to buy any gloves for the, next, for the rest of his life once he eats his hands. Uh, I'm excited for the season to start. And uh, I guess my only concern is just uh, I'm a bit trepidatious about how they go with the whole COVID thing. Um, yeah. So, you know, I... I, my heart goes out to you, uh, Nick, for being a commissioner. Because <laughs> if COVID goes south, you're going to have 11 people just bitching and moaning and wanting the best for them. And uh, I do not envy you in the least. And all I can say is, I'm glad I'm not going to be commissioner so I can bitch and moan about the <laughs> situation with the best of them.
0: Well, uh, um, to get into talking about what could happen with COVID, um, I mean, not COVID-related, but talking about just affecting a season, I guess. Yeah. Uh, someone just posted in our regular Facebook group, Lakers and Clippers both vote to not continue the NBA season. So, wow. So that's huge. <laughs> hopefully yeah. we don't run into a situation like that where we just, you know, hopefully we can play out our season.
2: Luckily, NHL still going ahead. <laughs> yeah. The widest,
0: the widest league of them all. Well, they have no idea what goes on outside that bubble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, just kind of wrap it up. I, I'm you know, I'm right there with you, Nick. I think this year is going to be a lot of fun. I think this is the year that uh, everyone kind of, you know, really sinks in that this is a dynasty league and that they're in it for the long haul. Um, yeah. Kind of what we touched on earlier, you know, we fucked up them early contracts uh, yes. from our first year draft. So I think this is the year we'll start to kind of see those impacts. Um you know, especially if you hit that projections tab, I know for me, it's 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 fucking eye opening to see how much money I'm going to have to pay uh, Brandon Cooks. You know, even virtual money just makes me <laughs> sick to my stomach. Um, but I think this is the year where everyone really starts doing that number crunching. Um, yeah. And if they don't, I think it's it's one of those things. Like if you if you fuck up your team this year and give out some nasty extensions, I mean, you're you're stuck. It's not like baseball where you kind of eat it. Um, not a lot of guys are willing to take on those bad contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, I think this is this is where everyone's going to buckle down, but it's going to be a blast. And, and the top priority of this league is to obviously make sure Derek doesn't win again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, the extensions is going to add a real wrinkle to everybody this year. Uh, nobody yeah. knows wh- what the formula is to figure it out. Week five, we'll start getting contacted by their virtual agent on what their contract demands are and basically have weeks five through 13 to sign that contract, which fluctuates up and down based on player performance. Um, Yeah, that's a whole
1: nother, that's a whole nother wrinkle right there. I mean, if you kind of, do you take a chance and wait and see if they have maybe a couple bad games in a row and lower that price or that's, yeah. yeah, that's a whole nother wrinkle.
0: Yeah, and me looking at my roster, aside, if I'm looking at the guys I have right now, I've got one, two, I've got three, out of the guys on my team, only three of them have ex- are expiring contracts, and I have two to hand out. Well, Jimmy G's not getting one. Um, <laughs> so it, that leaves me Mark Andrews and Marvin Jones Jr., aside from the guys that I pick up this year in the auction. So we'll, we'll see how it goes.
2: So Nick, you can give a contract extension to a franchise-tagged
0: player? I believe you can. Okay. Yeah, Thanks. so uh, you may be looking at the same thing with Waller as yep. I am with Andrews at the end of this year, especially Yeah, with the, the tight end market the way it is. Who knows? Uh, I know you guys were making fun of me, not in this podcast, but the last one. I'm sitting on three tight ends already <laughs> yeah. rostered. But you know what? Mark Andrews, obviously a top-five tight end. Irv Smith Jr., potential to be a top-ten if start he's, he's got to take over that role from Rudolph, get the looks. But Kirk Cousins always did well with uh, Reed back in Washington, and then Troutman. You never know what can Troutman's happen. Troutman's
2: a great pick, man. I it's, like Troutman. Uh, he's getting the looks in camp, and and uh, I think he's going to be the the pick of the tight ends. I think he's going to be yeah. better than the kid in Chicago who's oh, yeah. fighting with twenty seven other. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Those, those tight end rookie picks are a slow burn, but man, if you hit them, you know, if
2: you, 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 you straight gold. And just before we leave, I thought we could uh, each pick uh top two teams and who's coming last.
0: Okay. All right. I'll let, uh, I'll let Preston go on this. Uh,
1: my top two, I'm going to go uh, Johnny and Dylan. I think that's going to be our, our title matchup um, between those two. Like I said, Johnny's my pick to win it all. Um, and I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going Gary last, Cl- uh, followed closely by Roscoe.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to have, see, I think Johnny's team will do fine in the playoffs, but they're going to struggle through the regular season. So I don't, I think you see a Dylan Johnny matchup prior to the championship game. So I'm going to have myself. In the winner of their game. <laughs> in the finals. But you know what? It's probably going to end up being Derek again. But... <laughs> oh, fuck. And uh, la- at the, at the last bottom, place? last place. I got Teddy dead last finishing. And then Preston, you're probably going to be second to last. <laughs> no, not
1: a chance. I'm competing for that sixth seed. Put it down right now. <laughs> okay.
2: I have Derek... Derek beating the commissioner in the championship game, and Preston on the back of a Lamar Jackson broken
0: leg is oh
1: piss off, not a chance. If I finish last, I will buy you a twelve pack of Fosters and mail it out to you.
0: What? Uh, what about anybody got a prediction for fantasy league MVP this year?
1: Yep, Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Value wise, I think I think Clyde edwards hilarious. I think he could he could definitely be the MVP just on the value that he has because he's you know he's a first round pick I think in you know regular league drafts, um, okay. so I think I think he's especially for what he's making what eight eight million uh, he's gonna be my pick for MVP. Gotcha.
2: In all honesty, I think Mattinson, I think Cook holds out, and I think Mattinson's
1: gonna
2: behind that offense he's gonna be worth every cent
1: someone pays him good i like it i think he might i think Madison's going to get the biggest contract out of the draft mm-hmm. and he should that's what i'm going. yeah that's my that's my bold prediction nick what's your uh, mvp vote
0: uh, i think cmc's going to take it again this year i don't think anybody's going to touch him as far as numbers and contributing to wins if, if if football had a war i think his would be outrageous but but uh, don't
2: you see the time is against him now
0: yeah, but it's not this year. <laughs> I don't know. I it's, think I think he's got another two, catches two years at least of top production. Oh,
2: the NFL comes at you quick. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Look at Todd Gurley. I'm going to tell you right now that yeah. CeeDee Lamb is going to take over the number one spot in Dallas.
1: I think that's fair. I think I think I think Gallup's another guy to watch, but I, I think gonna, Kamari Cooper is going to drop he, off.
0: He won't lead in receptions, but he'll have yards and touchdowns. I think
2: he's more that concerned about his telephone than playing while he's <laughs> Cowboys, <laughs> I'm Being
0: honest. All
1: right, guys, it's been a good one. Uh, have a good one. Um, thanks so much for joining us. I'm sure the three of us will get to do this again.
0: Yeah, um, I'm trying to talk Dylan into Sunday or somebody else alongside with the auction hosting a zoom conference if anybody wanted to join at the same time yeah yeah i'd be down i'm gonna be
2: i'm gonna be waiting tables and drafting at the same time so wish me
0: luck
1: (laughs) 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 all right guys take it easy
0: all right later
2: see you boys